Chapter Thirteen of the Scalp Hunters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. The Scalp Hunters by Thomas Maine Reed. Chapter Thirteen. Seguin. You are better. You will soon be well again. I am glad to see that you recover. He said this without offering his hand i am indebted to you for my life is it not so it is strange that i felt convinced of this the moment that i set my eyes upon the man i think such an idea crossed my mind before after awaking from my long dream had i encountered him in my struggles for water or had i dreamed it oh yes answered he with a smile but you will remember that i had something to do with your being exposed to the risk of losing it will you take this hand will you forgive me after all there is something selfish even in gratitude how strangely had it changed my feelings towards this man i was begging the hand which but a few days ago in the pride of my morality i had spurned from me as a loathsome thing but there were other thoughts that influenced me the man before me was the husband of the lady was the father of zoe his character his horrid calling were forgotten and the next moment our hands were joined in the embrace of friendship i have nothing to forgive i honor the sentiment that induced you to act as you did this declaration may seem strange to you from what you know of me you acted rightly but there may be a time sir when you will know me better when the deeds which you abhor may seem not only pardonable but justifiable enough of that at present the object of my being now at your bedside is to request that what you do know of me be not uttered here his voice sank to a whisper as he said this pointing at the same time towards the door of the room but how i asked wishing to draw his attention from this unpleasant theme how came i into this house it is yours i perceive how came i here where did you find me in no very safe position answered he with a smile i can scarcely claim the merit of saving you your noble horse you may thank for that ah my horse my brave moro i have lost him your horse is standing at the maize trough not ten paces from where you lie i think you will find him in a somewhat better condition than when you last saw him your mules are without your packs are safe you will find them here and he pointed to the foot of the bed and goad you would ask for said he interrupting me do not be uneasy on his account he too is in safety he is absent just now but will soon return how can i thank you this is good news indeed my brave moro and alp here but how you say my horse saved me he has done so before how can this be simply thus we found you many miles from this place on a cliff that overlooks the del norte you were hanging over on your lasso that by a lucky accident had become entangled around your body one end of it was knotted to the bit-ring and the noble animal thrown back upon his haunches sustained your weight upon his neck noble moro what a terrible situation ay you may say that had you fallen from it you would have passed through a thousand feet of air before striking the rocks below it was indeed a fearful situation i must have staggered over in my search for water in your delirium you walked over you would have done so a second time had we not prevented you when we drew you up on the cliff you struggled hard to get back you saw the water below but not the precipice thirst is a terrible thing an insanity of itself 
i remember something of all this i thought it had been a dream do not trouble your brain with such things the doctor here admonishes me to leave you i have an object as i have said here a sad expression passed over the countenance of the speaker else i should not have paid you this visit i have not many moments to spare to-night i must be far hence in a few days i shall return meanwhile compose yourself and get well the doctor here will see that you want for nothing my wife and daughter will nurse you thanks thanks you will do well to remain where you are until your friends return from chihuahua they must pass not far from this place and i will warn you when they are near you are a student there are books here in different languages amuse yourself they will give you music monsieur adieu stay sir one moment you seem to have taken a strange fancy to my horse ah monsieur it was no fancy but i will explain that at some other time perhaps the necessity no longer exists take him if you will another will serve my purpose no monsieur do you think i would rob you of what you esteem so highly and with such just reason too no no keep the good morrow i do not wonder at your attachment to the noble brute you say that you have a long journey to-night then take him for the time that offer i will freely accept for indeed my own horse is somewhat jaded i have been two days in the saddle well adieu seguin pressed my hand and walked away i heard the chink chink of his spurs as he crossed the apartment and the next moment the door closed behind him i was alone and lay listening to every sound that reached me from without in about half an hour after he had left me i heard the hoof-strokes of a horse and saw the shadow of a horseman passing outside the window he had departed on his journey doubtless on the performance of some red duty connected with his fearful avocation i lay for a while harassed in mind thinking of this strange man then sweet voices interrupted my meditations before me appeared lovely faces and the scalp-hunter was forgotten End of chapter 13